You're listening to You Better You Bet Countdown to kick off on Wildcard Weekend with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. 20 minutes from now, best bets for every game. Super Wildcard Weekend in the NFL. I'll give you a couple bonus bets also. Uh, I got a bet in the NBA I absolutely love for today. We'll, we'll see how it goes wrong later, you know, because it's really early here in the morning on the East Coast. But before we get to the best bets in 20 minutes, it is uh, an honor and a pleasure for us to welcome into the show. We had him last year, and he did chuckles a little bit under his breath. But we mean that sincerely, like when Ken and I are like and Alex are planning these shows. The first name, this is sincere and true, the first name that we came up with with the guest for Saturday, we had to get our guy Jason Lockanfora on. Uh, he joined us last year throughout the NFL postseason. He was awesome. Uh, you hear him on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore, afternoon drive host for them in Odyssey Station, co-host of In the Huddle, an Odyssey original podcast with our guy Carl Dukes. Put him up! and the great Brian Baldinger covering the entire National Football League, and NFL insider for our friends at Odyssey as well, on Twitter, at Jason Lockanfora. JLC, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Super Wild Card Weekend. Happy NFL postseason, my friend, to you and yours. Thank you very much. The honor is all mine. I refuse to say that S word before uh, the Wild Card Weekend. And these are just Wild Card games. Don't fall for the okie doke. But I am very, very <laughs> excited to watch them and bet them. But there's nothing S about them. I could come up with a different S for a couple of them. Uh, wow. Adjective to describe them, especially Monday night. But I, but I'll, I'll, I'll let that go. Jason, we were talking off the air about. Obviously, you have so much great information on the coaching moves and what might happen. I, I almost, to serve our audience, we'll do the bets first and the games first. I almost want to get to that stuff because it's so juicy and so interesting. So maybe stay tuned for, for more of that at the end of the interview. Just like what happens if some of these teams lose? Who's going to get these coaching spots? But maybe let's do today's mm-hmm. two games first. Any bets that you like in either of them? So Browns at Texans, that's 430 Eastern, obviously. Flacco at Stroud. And then the negative 30 degree bowl, Dolphins at Chiefs tonight, yeah. 815 Eastern. So Browns a short road favorite. Chiefs about to about five at home right now in frigid Arrowhead. Uh, any bets that you like for Saturday's two games? Yeah, there's several. And really the stuff I jumped on early in the week, I still feel pretty good about. And I have doubled down on a few of these. Uh, my original inclination in this first game was the over. I've been riding Browns overs for um, not quite the entirety of their 8-0 run. But I'd say, you know, going back since the middle of the season, even pre-Flacco, um, Some of those Watson late games, a Dorian Thompson Robinson game at Denver. Um, I was kind of on Browns overs even then because because of what Kevin's defense he was doing, calling these plays because of how many offensive plays they were running because of how many passing plays they were running. Now they still have that same philosophy. They just actually have a real quarterback doing it. Uh, A quarterback who throws the deep ball still incredibly well. A quarterback who is um, who can't be phased a quarterback who doesn't care about throwing a pick six because there's a chance on the next drive to throw another 50-yard bomb. And that's a lot of fun, so let's go out there and do that. So this, to me, screams out an over game. Um, My only concern is I I do wonder if the Browns' defense, which has been bad on the road, 29 points a game, does tamp down a very young, inexperienced uh, Texans team from the coordinator to the quarterback to some of the key components. Um, and the, the jumpiness and the jitteriness of the Texans' offensive line in recent weeks gives me a little pause that they might score the way they were previously. But I still think there's a lot of points to be had here. Um, I mean, look, Flacco led the league in touchdown passes from weeks 13 to 17 when he was playing. He led the league in passing yards. They threw the ball 20 more times than any 
playoff team in that span. The Browns have run 50 more offensive plays this year than any uh, NFL team. Both these teams are top eight in pace of play, right, if you look at time of possession uh, per play. Um, So they're moving pretty quickly. I think the Browns will come out intent to throw themselves to a lead. You've got a Browns passing game. Flacco's attempted weeks 13 to 17 more air yard, 20-yard passes than anybody in the NFL. He's completed the second most. He's got 80 more yards on those plays than anybody else in the NFL in that span. During that same window in time, the Houston Texans have allowed 504 passing yards on passes of that length. Dead last in the NFL. Hit or miss pass rush there. Um, if this goes how I think it will go, the Browns will live up to their um, scoring under Flacco, 28.6 points. I think they score around 30. Um, I played Browns money line early in the week. I, I, it got so chalky. I don't know, guys. Like, I do still like the over probably more than anything else here. I love Flacco over pass yards. I'll alt that up to 300. Um, even if he doesn't have the attempts, he's normally be getting 43 a game. This might be more like 38. I still think he gets to 300, and I'm all over in Joku. Even though Cooper went nuts in the last game, I've really drilled this down to Flacco and Njoku. I think Njoku catches a touchdown. I think Njoku goes way over the 55 yards. Um, Houston's allowed the most, uh, what, 100 completions to tight ends? 73% completion percentage. Yeah, okay. I know it's 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 way up there. Um, so I'll ride that. I'll take Flacco yards. I'll take Flacco over one and a half touchdowns. I also like Stroud, uh, Stroud to throw a pick in this game. All right, so that is a, a lot of bets here and great analysis. That's just their first game yeah. with the Browns right. and the Texans. So, JLC, here's how we'll structure the rest of this. We'll give us, like, your full analysis for the Dolphins and the Chiefs tonight at Frigid Arrowhead. We'll do, like, quick hitters on the Sunday games, and then I think we really want to talk to you about some of the other stuff going on because yep. it's all very, very fascinating. So the floor is yours, my man, here on Countdown to Kickoff with Nick and Ken here, Super Wild Card Saturday. Your analysis, please, and bets. For the Kansas City Chiefs, a four-and-a-half-point home favorite tonight against the Miami Dolphins. Total in the game currently sitting at BetMGM at 43-and-a-half. Yeah, this is this was an under game even before the, the weather forecast looked as absolutely daunting as it became for me. Two teams led by their defense, two teams, I think, um, who have head coaches who we think of as, you know, masterminds in the past game and this or that. But I really think Andy Reid just wants to ride Pacheco. And I don't know how McDaniel could be looking at his team as presently constituted, not just the injuries on offense, but especially the injuries on defense, and say, I've got to win time of possession here. Like, these two teams played in Germany, right? That was a weird one-off. Kind of like this with the weather. Nobody got the 300 yards. There were three total red zone trips in that game combined. Um, I think we could be looking at something akin to that as well tonight. If you just look at these teams' ability to score the football, right? Kansas City has nine offensive touchdowns in their last five home games. Even against a beat-up Miami defense. Do I think they're going crazy tonight? I, I, I don't. Um, since week 14, Miami, 18th in the league in offensive touchdowns scored. Like, I just don't see it, guys. Like, I, I, don't, I don't see us getting to 44, 45 points. Um Two of Kansas City's nine home games are over 41. Like, I think it kind of is what it is. Kansas City, one and four against playoff teams. Miami, one and five. I don't think this is a strut-yourself situation. I think it's two teams that are kind of trying to find ways to reinvent themselves. Uh, Kansas City's healthier. Kansas City got to play last week like a bye, while Miami plays in a short week after playing a divisional playoff game last week. 
So I think Kansas City wins. This is another one. I'll play the under. I'll correlate it to Kansas City money line. I'm not sure about kicking games. I'm not sure about Kansas City covering. Um, I, I do like the Kelsey anytime touchdown, guys. I mean, just go look at what he's done with in the playoffs, right? 14 playoff games with Mahomes, 11 touchdowns, at least 11 games with the touchdown. I think it's 15 total touchdowns in that span. Six straight playoff games. I like that. I like Pacheco to go over his rushing attempts. Um, I like Rice to go over his receptions. I don't know if I came into this interview expecting like seven bets per game, but I'm really, I'm sort of uh, nicely surprised with what we're getting here in terms of, well, this guy to throw a pick and the touchdown's over in this, like some kind of full betting thoughts here on the two Saturday games, Jason. Maybe we do kind of quick hitters on the Sunday games, obviously like a little far into the future. And I think you just have such good stuff on coaches. You're almost like a victim of your own success in terms of having this information that we want. So maybe let's go like 30 seconds favorite bet on each of the Sunday games. And first one we can do is Pittsburgh, Buffalo, obviously a ton of weather, ton of win. Bill's not Nine, total 33 30 seconds your favorite bet for this game is what uh is is just the under and and josh allen uh rush like i would take the under i'd take josh allen rushing attempts i'd take josh allen rushing yards and if you're doing all that you might as well go into the touchdown although they finally started playing that you know at minus 200 at the beginning of the week that thing i still i mean i know it didn't hit last week but it's still open at minus 110 i couldn't figure it out um you look at the average Steelers game, 36 points on the road. Um, the Bills allow less than 16 per game to opponents at home. I think, you know, with the weather, uh, I'll just go under. Odyssey Sports NFL insider Jason Lockhanfora with Nick and Ken here. You better you bets countdown to kick off bets for Super Wild Card Weekend. JLC, what about the Cowboys and the Packers in Dallas? Uh, Cowboys, a seven-point home favorite total in this game, 50 and a half. 30 seconds here, favorite bet. Like the over more than anything else. Um, in this game, I, I do think there will be plenty of points. Green Bay is young and inexperienced, I guess, but it is a third-year quarterback. They've got the better head coach. They'll have the better early game script. If this is close at the half, I will be banging the Packers on the money line. I have already played the Packers on the money line. I've played Packers also. I'll take that seven and a half. The hook's not there anymore. I would still take the seven. Um, as a tough spot for McCarthy and Green Bay's more balanced run run pass. I think they can. I think they can move the ball in a bunch of different ways here. Um, the Packers are very, Packers are very frisky for me. Packers are very live for me here. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Well, maybe we'll get back to McCarthy here in a second. Like, what happens if you're right and you are betting that Packers money line in that game? Sunday night football, Jason. Lions, a three-point home favorite over Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Uh, Thirty seconds. What do you like here? We we like the Rams in this game. I like the Rams money line. Um, I love the Rams money line. Just, just if you study the the Lions' defensive ineptitude in the secondary, they're terrible defending the slot. And I know it's a little better. We'll see about Gardner Johnson. You know, uh, does Branch play this entire game? I, I, I get it. The problem with this version of eleven personnel, um, you don't know who's what. Like Nakua, a lot of times is the tight end. Cooper Cup, a lot of times is the tight end. It's not just Higby. There's a lot to figure out. All these guys can block. All these guys can run tight end routes. They can run wide receiver routes. It is incredibly difficult to discern. And the Lions gave up the third most touchdowns to 11 personnel. The yards per attempt in 11 personnel against them was robust. Um, the play action is going to be a problem for them as well. When the Rams have their big four on the field, they average 6.8 yards per play. That's third best in the Super Bowl era. 
I just don't think the Lions ultimately keep pace with Stafford and company. Um, I, I think McVay wins this football game. All right, so I'm going to give you, Jason, a couple like quick ones here. we got about three minutes here and a couple things I definitely want to hit with you. Let's start with Dallas, where if you think, and I think you kind of think Green Bay is going to be frisky in the game, if the Green Bay Packers win on Sunday on the road in Dallas, is Mike McCarthy fired as head coach of the Dallas yes. Cowboys in about 15 seconds? Yeah, and, and who do you think Jerry would look at if that happens? 15 seconds, I'll hit you with a couple others. I think he'll try to give Dan Quinn an open checkbook. And I don't know that Seattle... If they just fired Pete Carroll, finally, and they're not going to own the team that much longer, are you going to Pete Carroll's ultimate disciple as the head coach to replace him? I I don't know about that, but Dan Quinn will certainly play that card, as he should. But I, I think it's Dan Quinn. Now, they, they'd have to make a mockery of the Rooney role, which huh, not many of these owners are above that. They kind of specialize in that. Uh, but, yeah, they get beat Dan Quinn. If the Eagles lose on Monday night to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is Nick Sirianni the head coach of the Eagles on Tuesday morning? He might be Tuesday morning, but there's going to be a lot of um, long, difficult conversations about his staff, um, what went wrong, why, who they let go, who they replaced them with. And ultimately, if you're the Eagles and you think there's going to be nine or ten of these things, and there's some coaches you like now who are going to get hired, because again, nine or ten dudes are going to get hired, then if you're already hiring two new coordinators and a bunch of position coaches, do we just go ahead and go in a different direction? If they do, I think Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens, would be a guy that they would be absolutely positively all over. We have a hard 15 seconds here for this one. Where does Bill Belichick coach in the NFL next season? Does he coach in the NFL next season? He'll be somebody's vice president of, of football operations. He'll be the, the football czar, the way his – mentor of the tuna was in Miami late in his career. I don't think he's on anybody's sideline. That, that is, that is like extremely interesting to think Belichick, like maybe done as a coach, maybe, uh, maybe in a team's front office next year, Jason, amazing stuff as always, my friend, we appreciate it. Check out in the huddle Odyssey original podcast, one Oh five, seven, the fan in Baltimore on Twitter at Jason lock and four enjoy the game. Stay well. Good luck with the bets. We'll talk to you soon. And, uh, also, uh, I'll say this for Jason, Go Yankees. Coming up next, Ooh. our best bets, my best bets, Ken <laughs> Barkley's best bets for Super Wild Card Saturday in the NFL, and some bonus bets as well for the weekend. No one gets you ready for the playoffs like you better you bet countdown to kickoff with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.